This is Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast, episode number 134. Today, we talk about what we're hearing from healthcare leaders all around the country and share some baby steps that you can do to refill your cup. Don't miss it. Welcome back to Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast. This is the only podcast that shows you how to leverage polarity intelligence, an essential competency for healthcare leaders, and the missing logic in healthcare so you can create healthy healing organizations and become a thriving, resilient, and unstoppable healthcare leader. We are your hosts, Teresa Christofferson and Michelle Troset. We've been best friends and colleagues for over 30 years. And during that time, we coached healthcare leaders across North America around how to create healthy healing organizations. Today, we coach healthcare leaders and leadership teams to live thriving, resilient, and balanced lives, combat burnout, and create the best places to give and receive care. This podcast is for the unsung hero of healthcare, the healthcare leader. We want you to know we see you and we'll be here for you each week. In this podcast, we're going to challenge healthcare's industry norms, flip limiting beliefs, and share proven strategies so you can be your best self at working at home, live and lead intentionally, and experience well-being and joy. We are glad you are here and look forward to sharing the journey with you. If you aren't totally convinced this podcast is for you, just listen to a few episodes and convince yourself. It's another glorious day here in Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. I'm Tracy. And I'm Michelle. And we're back at it. We in are. the studio having lots of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been uh, busy. We, we have been. been talking with a lot of healthcare leaders around the country. Is that what you call it, busy? I call it busy. <laughs> we've been pretty steady. Yes, yes. Having great conversations and learning a lot oh. about... What's happening out there? We're kind of in a unique situation because we kind of get to, you know, talk to people in a lot of different places all around the country and just, you know, kind of get your finger on the pulse of what mm-hmm. the realities are out there, you know? Yeah. And I think um, we've been kind of in this uh, COVID-19 pandemic ocean for quite a long time now. Uh, many of us in our own boats, right? Yep. But all in the same darn ocean. <laughs> <laughs> We're all there together. <laughs> Those big waves have been knocking some of us out, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some people, some leaders feel like they've been knocked out of their boat and they're kind of just struggling even to keep their head above water. Yes. And uh, so it's it's really been tough. It's been mm-hmm. a tough time. It has been. It is not letting up. It's not. It's really not. And um, so, you know, we want to talk today a little bit about also what's emerging in the literature now even high percentages of leaders are leaving their positions and you know how we feel about leaders oh yes organizations don't have a chance without strong leadership right Mm -hmm. so you know now is the time to act and that may seem contrary to what many believe because of all the challenges and the strife but now is the time and uh, so today we're going to talk a little bit about what we're hearing and some things just small things people can do yeah, so it's been a journey to Tracy's point, and um, we, it's important to listen over time because those tidal waves keep coming, and then what you hear is different as time changes. So we've really been listening. What is it like for you now? What have you been going through? And as Tracy said, you know, you know our heart is with leaders, and we strongly believe that if the leaders are not strong in the healthcare system, the whole system is at risk. 
And so we're going to share um, what we've been hearing, and we're going to share some tips of what you can do right now to keep, you know, just to kind of keep some sail in your winds right now as you're going through this <laughs> as well. Some sail in your winds? Some <laughs> winds in your sail? <laughs> Fill your cup too. That's what we're going to talk about. How to fill your cup. <laughs> we're going to do that too. <laughs> yeah. So clinicians were burned out before we even got into the pandemic, right? We knew that. There was a, numerous reports of that. Um, the National Academy of Medicine did a significant report on the burnout of healthcare clinicians and um, and really a systematic approach to address that. And then, boom, COVID hit. Now we're in a dual pandemic. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes, and have been. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and the leaders, you know, have also been burned out. I mean, let's face it, leadership has, you know, is kind of like, well, we say that busy is a badge of burnout, right? Mm-hmm. And leaders have been really busy, so... There you mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. leaders have been burned out too, and we're having a lot of stress before they got into this and now even more. So, you know, we know if you're doing the following, then you're probably feeling what we're hearing. What we're hearing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so if you're staying late almost every night, right, getting out late, mm-hmm. not getting home on time for dinner or time to tuck the kids in bed or whatever it is that you do in the evening, sacrificing that personal life, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Letting go of the things that are personally important to you to serve um, the organization or your team and um, not taking time to refill your cup or put some wind in your sails, as Michelle said. <laughs> Um, then we probably know that you are also feeling and experiencing what we're about to share with you. Yeah. And we know you have been working really hard for a sustained time. You know, like Uh this is really hard work. And you have prioritized your team and your organization, right? Because you're here to serve not only your team, but your community. So there's been a lot of effort, a lot of hard work. And now what we're hearing is there's this tension that is now starting to kind of build up of organizations kind of want to move on. Like everyone's like, let's just move on because there's been so much focus on one thing for so long. But then as a leader, that kind of has left you feeling like, you know, almost depleted you, but two years of all of this hard work and you're feeling exhausted. And so that's, it's kind of a hard place to be what we're hearing. Like move on. Like I haven't even caught a breath yet. Yeah. And you have to recognize what's going on around me right now. So there's this, these feelings that are emerging right now. Yeah. Well, and, and there's a call for change, like more change, right? More change. Because Mm -hmm. of the, the staffing shortages, because of just the unique situation people are in, like, it's kind of like, let's plan and strategize and and make the things that need to happen happen and let's go beyond this right but yes. at the same time you're in crisis mode yeah so there you so go so it's hard so it's there hard. you go so it's a yeah, it's a tension and it's a hard place to be and um and so what we've been hearing and we've been had the privilege to be in conversations with groups of healthcare leaders to coach healthcare leaders in a variety of different roles and different organizations. And so this is where our information is coming from. Um, And really people are kind of feeling a bit invisible. Leaders are feeling a little invisible. Um, You know, it's um, they're starting to say, Hey, you know, do I matter? Am I important here? Um, you know, after months and months and months of standing behind the clinicians, lifting them up, holding them up, holding the organization up, you know, um, regardless of where they are in the leadership mm-hmm. hierarchy, 
um, you know, leaders are beginning to feel a bit defeated. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and, and some of that is because they've given so much, right? And um, and we really hear leaders, you know, we and we share frequently. Like, we know you're there to make a difference. You're there because you want to make a significant contribution. Um, so that's kind of in your DNA anyway, right? But at the same time, you know, you're feeling stuck and anxious and helpless as the pandemic continues, as the challenges continue, and the situation goes on. Yeah. yeah. And then this naturally causes internal conflict with leaders. They have that feeling of confliction, right? How do I keep on going when I'm feeling like this? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you want to show up and serve, um, and you want to continue to be your best, but it, sometimes it can kind of feel impossible. Yeah. Yeah. You know? really does. And uh, so the question is, how do, how do you get unstuck, right? How do you get back to your deepest desire to be your best self and being that positive influence, you know, at work and at home and in your community? You know, how do we move on? How do we move past this? Yeah. Well, we got a few thoughts. We do. <laughs> but the first thing is... Being visible, getting that feeling back of being visible, um, mattering, right? Um, It's not really about the organization. It's not about what's happening around outside of you. It's not about anybody else. It's really about you. So that's kind of sometimes hard to hear, right? Mm -hmm. Because we want to say, wait a minute, I wouldn't be feeling this way if it wasn't for the organization, if it wasn't for the pandemic, if it wasn't, it's it's easy to look outside yourself and to feel like all of that has to come from the external. But really, it begins with you and it begins, um, you know, that that stuck feeling is really a choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, heard that right. It is a choice. We choose to feel stuck or to be stuck. And to get unstuck starts with you. That's right. Right? It starts with you starting to increase your own feeling of worth. Be visible to yourself, acknowledging the things you're doing yourself, to give yourself some credit for the contributions you've been making, to look inside. You know, you're being called to really look inside and... um and to connect with that part of you that values what you're doing and be visible to yourself, really. Yeah, so I think that's just the key thing that you said there, Tracy, is it's like, hello, you're feeling this way because you need to pay attention to stop and fill your own cup. Yeah. That's the thing, like, knock, 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 right? Exactly. So I was really struck uh, this past uh, Saturday morning um, during my morning routine I was looking for a little inspiration, and I ran across uh, Oprah, did a 10-minute talk on YouTube about um, how to start your day. And it was a Saturday morning. I thought, well, I'm going to listen to this on how to start my day, (laughs) doing my morning ritual, my morning routine. And I was really struck by what she said in this 10-minute talk. And so I'm going to read it to you because I think it's exactly what Tracy and I are talking about here. So I'm going to channel Oprah right now, okay? Just want everyone to know I'm channeling Oprah. Okay. Everybody feeling that? <laughs> I'm feel feeling it? it. I feel, you it. feel it. I got it. Yep. I got, you got it. it. You got it? Okay. I got to put I my got Oprah, the Oprah energy. I got to put my Oprah glasses on. All right. Here we go. <laughs> she says, we all need a spiritual practice, no matter what you call it, so you can fill your cup. 
You need to fill your cup so you can be so full, your cup runneth over, so you have enough to give to other people. If you don't fill your cup, you end up dried up, you end up tired, exhausted, and don't have enough to give to other people. And you end up resentful every time someone asks you because your cup is empty and now they want you to get some of yours. So your number one job, your number one job is to fill your cup and make yourself whole. We'll get back to the episode in just a minute. We know these have been extremely challenging times, and when you stepped into your leadership role, you made a commitment to your organization and to the people you lead. We know how important it is to you to support them, and they need your support. Let us ask you, can you pour from an empty cup? Obviously, the answer is no. However, that's what you are doing every single day when you put your staff first and neglect caring for yourself. When you are putting your staff and their needs before your own day after day, how often do you end up feeling tired, resentful, and drained of energy? Let's face it, you can't be a strong leader or care for others if this is how you are feeling. Caring for yourself is equally important as caring for your team. Actually, it is essential. That's why we created the self-study program titled Caring for Others Without Neglecting You. In the self-study program, you will learn a proven strategy to help you balance taking care of yourself while still supporting your team so you can be your best self at work and home, experience more joy, and have more energy for the things in your life that matter most. It takes less than three hours to learn the strategy and start to put it into action. Go to missinglogic.com forward slash new dash events and enroll now. Oh, that Oprah, she is a wise woman. (laughs) Yes, she is. (laughs) Yes, she is. She is. And she's been saying what we've been saying for the last couple of years. Do you think she's been listening to us? Uh, You know me. I bet she got this from us. (laughs) I bet you she did. I bet you she did. I bet Alexa filled her in. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, when you, when you, that does sound like healthcare leaders. Oh, well, that's what we hear all the time. So I was like, oh, this is such a great message coming right from the lips of Oprah through me back to you. That's right. (laughs) Well, we've been saying this. You can't pour from an empty cup. You have to fill yourself up. And I, what I really like in her very first statement is a spiritual practice. Yes. So this is about going inside again, folks, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever that is for you, whatever spiritual is for you. Um, you know, for somebody, it's just being quiet, right? It's just going inside and it doesn't have to be religious or, you know, anything else. It's whatever it is for you, but it really is about getting in touch with mm-hmm. the core essence of who you are, the things that matter to you, what supports you, and just filling that up so that you can draw from it. It's a deposit in the bank, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And um, and I, I just really feel like this is what healthcare leaders are missing. And and it's not just now. It's been that way for a long, long... It's a norm in healthcare as a right. leader yep. to fill everybody else's cup and not fill your own. That's just kind of who we are, right? And uh, and so this is... The pandemic has, you know, really depleted the cup. Like, right. there's a hole in the cup right. now, right? Mm-hmm. Anything going in is coming right out. So we got to repair the cup and fill it. And uh, that's what this is calling for. And so... You know, being dried up has showed up in the comments that we've heard from other people. How that shows up is I'm emotionally spent. I don't have anything more to give. 
Um, I'm just in survival mode. I can't keep my head above water, right? Those are those are the kind of drowning signs of the healthcare yes. leader today. And that's kind of what we hear. Yeah, yeah, we are hearing it. We are definitely hearing it. But the good news is you can start today to fill your cup. And that's why we wanted to share with you what we've been hearing, but also bring to you, what can I start doing today? And it doesn't have to be a big, long thing. Uh, there's really simple ways that you can start to create a ritual to fill your cup. And the good news is it can even occur in less than 10 minutes a day. So we're going to give you a action list of 10 things that uh, you could start to fill your own cup. And first thing is really simple is to write down three things that you can celebrate. Like every day there's something to celebrate. Oh, yeah. Every day. So just write down three things. And that's the other thing leaders don't do. They don't pause to celebrate. Right. So make it a habit. They keep it, keep going, keep going. Yeah. Uh, Take a 10-minute pause during the day. You know, I I use my iPhone. I just like sometimes just set my timer for 10 minutes and go sit in my chair for 10 minutes and just take a 10-minute pause. Mm -hmm. Um, Look at your calendar and remove things that are not essential. That's something you can do in 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, look at this week. Look at next week. And uh, essential is the key word there. Yes. Because we fill our calendars with a lot of stuff. But remember, yeah. every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So what on there that you're saying yes to mm-hmm. means you're saying no to you. Yeah. Specifically. Specifically. <laughs> um, and then another example that you can do is just to, again, pause, but sit in silence, total silence for 10 minutes. And just take 10 deep breaths. Just stop what you're doing and take 10 deep breaths. Yeah, especially if you're stressed out or even just, you know, periodically during the day because it just calms you down, activates your parasympathetic system and just kind of gets you relaxed a little bit, right? Um, Go for a 10-minute walk. Mm -hmm. You know, most people, like, don't exercise because it takes 30 minutes. I don't have 30 minutes. Just go outside and walk around for 10 minutes or Walk around walk your the house. halls or walk your house or whatever, but just take 10 minutes and be moving because moving also is going to really help you relax and, and it stimulates your mind, right? Your, your imagination as well. Um, read your favorite affirmations. And if you mm-hmm. don't have any, find some, Yeah, find some affirmations that lift your spirit, mm-hmm. you know? Um, the other thing is take a 10 minute nap. Just close your eyes. Take a little 10 minute Breather, right? Mm-hmm. Write a thank you note to somebody, a team member, somebody you care about, anybody. Yeah, just anybody. write a thank you note, right? Just sit down and just being in that space of gratitude to somebody yeah. else yeah. will lift you up as well and fill your cup. Um, and write down maybe just what you're most grateful for today. Three things mm-hmm. that happened that you're grateful for. Um, and that also will fill you up and really help you you know, lift your spirits as well. It, it, these None of these take a lot of time. No, they don't. None of them take a lot of time at all. And actually, one of the um, CNOs that we work with in our coaching program, she made a 90-day commitment to 20 minutes of silence or quiet time five mornings a week. And then she tracks it on her habit tracker, which we provided her in our coaching program. And, um, you know, just to make sure she stays true to mm-hmm, her, you mm-hmm. know, her commitment. And this is this is about commitment, folks, right? And so she made a commitment to it. She tracked it to make sure she stayed on track. And, and really, this just fills her cup first before she engages in her organization. It's made a significant difference for her. Yeah, it sure has. Sure yeah. has. 
So it's also helpful to have tools and resources to provide you with direction and support you on refilling your cup and taking care of you, right? It's, it's helpful to have help. And um, that's what Tracy and I love to do. We really like to help leaders that, you know, we're, we're hearing you and we're here to help you. And if you want help, we're here to help you. That's right. And uh, one of the things that we offer is a self-study program. So it's a great way to get started. It's all self-study. It's their Caring for Others Without Neglecting You self-study program. And you can check that out on our website, missinglogic.com forward slash new dash events. And it will just give you a lot to think about, some workbooks. And again, it's all self-paced. And really, taking those baby steps are the best way to get started. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't know where to start, this is a great place to start. Great place. So again, you could just do one little thing in 10 minutes and move yourself through the program. Doesn't take very long at all. Um, but the other thing is our call to action for you today is really to identify one thing that you can do in less than 10 minutes to mm-hmm. fill your cup. Just one thing, one small step is going to make a difference. And once you get in the habit of doing that one thing, then you can add something else. But right. just start with a commitment to you. Because really in the bottom line, that's what this is. This is about a commitment to yourself to care for yourself, to fill your cup so that then you can be your best self. You can give to others. So make that commitment to do one thing. Um, And if you don't prioritize yourself, where are you going to end up? Right? You're already depleted and tired and exhausted and resentful, some of you. Mm -hmm. And that's only going to get worse. It's not going to get better. So you're not even going to be in the same spot three months from now. You're going to be feeling worse than you do today. So do, taking this action step is really going to help you feel better. Yeah. And you can start small and be very successful. And just imagine what it's going to feel like when you get to help or contribute and you feel energized. Like someone comes to you and they want help and you don't have that resentment feeling anymore, but you, yeah, I'm here. And because you filled your own cup, right? And you're not depleted. And that is what a healthcare leader that prioritizes themselves can do. Yep. You know, they can really, they can care for others without neglecting themselves. And they're better. Oh, yeah. Right? They feel better, and they're being a better role model and a better leader Mm -hmm. because they're doing that. And they're, you know, that role modeling thing is really important, too. It is. Yeah. Just to add a little something in there. (laughs) But anyway, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. So thanks for joining us for another episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. As always, it's just a pleasure to be here on the airwaves sharing what we're hearing around the world, or our country anyway. And um Sharing tips. Sharing tips and just being here for you because we got your back. So thanks for being here. Stay safe. Mm -hmm. Stay healthy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, hey, leave us a comment on our YouTube channel. Let us know that one thing that you're doing. We'd love to hear. To fill your cup. Love to hear from you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast, now a top-rated podcast for healthcare leaders. Please share this podcast with other healthcare leaders and anyone else you think would benefit. We are certain that if you found value in it, they will too. If you haven't already done so, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. And also, it would mean the world to us if you took a quick moment to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast player. It helps to get the word out about our podcast and incredible guests. 
Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want to watch our podcasts. You can also follow us on our Missing Logic social media channels, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Until next time.